This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Monday, December 12th, 2022, and Elon Musk savages Dr. Fauci and Twitter libs and all smooth brains on the internet. It is glorious. Twitter exposed for changing rules to ban Trump, and GOP vows to subpoena 51 spies who lied. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this show. What did we do to deserve Elon Musk? I don't know. I'm not sure. I say my prayers. I go to church. I read my Bible. But I'm not sure why the dear Lord above blessed us with Elon Musk. We are not worthy. But here it is, ladies and gentlemen. This weekend, Elon Musk went on an absolute tirade, starting with this tweet, a tweet about pronouns, saying uh, my preferred pronouns are prosecute. Fauci. Oh, man. If you have a equivalent of taking a flamethrower to a hornet's nest, this is the tweet equivalent of that. But the hornet's nest is uh, 17,000 times bigger than any hornet's nest you've ever seen. And inside, the inside hornets are uh, branch Covidians masked and quintuple vaxxed and have nothing to do with their lives other than to rage at Elon Musk. And that is certainly what they did. This is a moment, a moment where you start to see the pushback on the woke mind virus. And I want to design a metaphor for you as it pertains to what Elon Musk is doing, because you need to understand it through a very rational lens of what is truly happening here? Because we're going to go through exactly uh, the antibody reaction to Elon Musk, the the raging, the fanaticism of what they're doing and what they may do still to Elon Musk, because they are losing their ever-loving shit on this man. And the reason why is because he is questioning a doctrine of faith. Elon Musk is fighting a church, a church run by atheists a church run by godless people who don't believe in Jesus Christ. They don't believe in a higher authority at all. They don't believe in a creator. They believe in themselves. And because they believe that they themselves are demigods of this earth, then they believe that they themselves are the rulers of this place and not a divine power. Well, then they see all assumption of power and all assumption of authority unto themselves as a good thing. What Elon Musk is fighting is the church of woke. You have to see it in terms of a fanatic religion that wishes to convert by the sword and that wishes to go through every segment of society and to push, sometimes forcibly, again, by the sword, these people convert. They are religious radicals. They have their own priesthood. They have their own deity. The deity is the state. The priesthood is Dr. Fauci. It is assumption of power unto themselves. And you must not question their faith. You must not question the religion. 
And so it's the equivalent of when you watch ISIS desecrating like an old Byzantine era church, when you see them desecrating and blowing up statues inside these ancient churches, these ancient Christian churches. And as a, as a Christian, you just sit there and you're in pain. It just stings a little bit. This is the equivalent to that, but they're atheists. These people are atheists. They don't believe in a God. They believe in themselves. They're secularists. They're humanists. And they're hedonists. Um, but ultimately, they have their own religion. They have uh, vertically integrated the way a religion does uh, their own their own tenets of faith. And one of those tenets of faith for the branch Covidians is that Dr. Fauci is an unquestioned, unquestionable uh, authority that must never, ever, ever have anyone critique him in the public space. He is the bedrock of the church of authority for the federal government and the assumption of power over your human rights, over your constitutional rights. Dr. Fauci is the, mm, ta the tablets that came down from the mountain. And so you mustn't question the prophet, Dr. Fauci. He even wears his own robes, right? He, has, he even has his own version of a, he even has his own version of, of a robe, right? He even has his own version of his own sacred texts. And it's why you can find, you can literally find inside of these people's homes votive candles of Dr. Fauci. I've seen them before. I used to live in Washington, D.C. and people worshipped this man. It's hedonism, it's secularism, it's a religion run by people who don't believe in God. It's an atheist religion. Because quite frankly, the way that the human experience works, you have to have faith in something. You must have faith in something. You either have faith in the creator of the universe or you have faith in something else, something dark. And that's what was questioned this weekend with Elon's tweet. Elon saying, my pronouns, again, are prosecute Fauci. This is a beautiful tweet. We're going to get it framed. We're building a brand new studio here at the Benny Show. We're going to get, we should, Royce, we have to frame this. I need it up on the wall. It's the greatest tweet in human existence. And the response, whew, the response is really something special. Scott Kelly uh, tweeted this. Uh, there were millions, millions of like very smooth brain responses to this on Twitter this weekend. Scott Kelly, uh, who is a astronaut, um, okay, I guess, uh, tweeted this. Elon, please don't mock and promote hate towards already marginalized, at-risk, violence members of LGBTQ plus community. They are real people with real feelings. Furthermore, Dr. Fauci is a dedicated public. Blah, 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 blah. Elon responded by saying... And it's beautiful. It's amazing. Why don't our Republican leaders speak like this? I disagree. Forcing your pronouns upon people when they don't ask is implicitly ostracizing those who don't. It's neither good nor kind to anyone. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't get to make up your own pronoun. You don't get to make up your own language. An entire career of a very famous man, uh, his name is Dr. Jordan Peterson, was launched based on this tenet, that you don't get to create your own English language, that then suddenly we are all forced to adhere to. What that is, is it's compelled speech. It's antithetical to free speech. So the, again, this is a free speech argument. Elon Musk is very linear in his thinking here and is completely correct. As for Fauci, he lied to Congress, funded gain-of-function research, and killed millions of people. Not awesome, in my opinion. <laughs> We have the base. We have the based. We haven't done the based. Okay, it says based on the top. All right, can you can you read it? We rule. 
that Elon Musk is officially based. Check it out, baby. He's spitting truth. The reason they're so upset is that he's speaking the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas came early this year for The Benny Show. The only thing that we wanted for Christmas was a free speech platform, and we were able to get it this year. And it is perfectly harmonious with our free speech cellular service that we use at Pure Talk. We were certainly tired of paying more for woke wireless companies that bend the knee to communist China, and that is why our team at Team Benny uses Pure Talk. It has blazing fast data, and for just 30 bucks a month. Yeah, the same network, the same towers, the same coverage as the other guys, and half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice coverage. How do I know? Well, I am a customer. My business uses Pure Talk, and all of the benefits really add up for us. They're also a U.S.-based customer service company. They're owned by a veteran. And when you switch to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny, and you can switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Free speech. Go to puretalk.com, promo code Benny, save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. So first, let's take Elon Musk's at his words here. Did Dr. Fauci lie to Congress? Well, let's begin. First, lying to Congress is a crime. You will be sentenced to jail if you provably lie to Congress. When you are uh, testifying before Congress, you are under oath. You have very uh, strict guidelines. It's a crime to lie to Congress. It's also a huge financial penalty if you lie to Congress. They can fine you many thousands of dollars, and they can imprison you if you lie to Congress. This is a very serious charge. Did Dr. Fauci lie to Congress? Well, we actually have the proof that Dr. Fauci legitimately lied to Congress. Check it out. We, I, I don't know how many times I can say it, Madam Chair. We did not fund gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In our health lead, we now know that a bat coronavirus was enhanced in a lab. NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute. The National Institutes of Health acknowledged that it funded research of a virus that was studied at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The experiment unexpectedly, we're told, made a bat coronavirus more contagious than the original naturally occurring one. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. A new letter raising questions about experiments in a Wuhan lab. What was, when let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its yeah. transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. For years, the National Institutes of Health provided grant money to the Eco Health Alliance Research Group which conducted experiments with bat coronaviruses in Wuhan, China. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. That's where you are getting. 
Let me finish. We don't know. Well, don't wait know. a minute. It didn't I come can... the lab, but all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. National Institute of Health admitted this week that it funded controversial gain-of-function research using coronaviruses at a lab in China at the epicenter of the pandemic. Contradicting claims from Dr. Anthony Fauci that American tax dollars never paid for that kind of research. I have not lied before Congress. I have never lied, certainly not before Congress. Case closed. Why do you think Dr. Fauci resigned? Do you think that Dr. Fauci left office after 47 years in his position as NAID director? Do you think he left on his own fruition? Do you think it is just because he was tired? After 50 years of this power at the peak of his power, the zenith of his power, of course not. He's leaving because Republicans are taking over Congress. He's leaving because it's a crime scene. He's leaving to cover up a crime scene. And you can see it. All the towels are there. You can watch Dr. Fauci and you've seen him in millions of interviews. He's ubiquitous. Dr. Fauci has been on your television screens more than any other American bureaucrat in your lifetime, my lifetimes, or any other lifetime of any other person combined. Dr. Fauci has been a virus, a cancer at the core of all coverage of COVID-19. Now, you've seen him get asked tough questions. You've never seen him shake. We found the clip of Dr. Fauci shaking. It is very important to break this down. Rand Paul was questioning Dr. Fauci. To further emphasize and underscore exactly how big of a story this is and how over the target we are when it pertains to the gain-of-function research that Elon Musk, you can see right there, Elon Musk, lied to Congress and gain-of-function research, he funded it. it, killed millions of people. Not awesome. So the gain-of-function research, of course, is the taking of viruses that occur in nature, naturally, in this case coronaviruses from horseshoe bats inside of a province in China, extracting those viruses, taking it into a laboratory setting, snipping them, and then adding Frankenstein elements to them to make them more virulent. Now, those elements are called spike proteins. Those spike proteins are the key to the lock that allows that virus to infect your body and then to harm you, to hurt you as a human being. And so what Dr. Fauci was directly funding there was the unlocking of new Frankenstein evil viruses. I mean, it's true malevolent stuff. It's directly out of a movie, but it's real life. He was funding the creation of super viruses. He was using your tax dollars to do that. He lied about it and he tries to protect himself in semantics. And in one particular instance, he was locked down and really pinned down by Rand Paul. And what happened was... In the millions of hours of interviews you've seen of Dr. Fauci, you've never seen his hand shake. You've never seen this, okay? This is called a tell. It's pretty universal. It's uh, a response. It's a uh, nervous system response. Um, you know, often it's, it's, it's sub-automatic. You're sitting there and this is happening to you because you feel fear. Because you know that you've been caught. You'll shake. Uh, 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 it's a re- response to being under extreme pressure 
and to knowing that you are in danger, shaking. It happens automatically in your nervous system, uh, your sympathetic nervous system, and it doesn't matter if you are the most important and famous bureaucrat to ever live in America. Uh, this will affect you when you know you've been caught. Watch this specific clip and see Dr. Fauci shake in fear under this withering line of questioning by Rand Paul. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result are. No in SARS-CoV-2. The We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were they're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come... Did you see it? The sympathetic nervous system doesn't lie, Okay. It is how you breathe. It's how you blink. It's how you automatically respond to things. It doesn't lie. It's a mechanism in your body designed in order to protect you. That shaking, that nervousness, that's how you know you're over the target. What is happening here with the gain-of-function research? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, show you here uh, the most important article on this um, this is the most important evidence here, and it's from a leftist source. It's from The Intercept. The Intercept is a far left-wing source, and they went through and had the actual literal document just so that you're aware and all the fact checkers can go see for themselves. You can go see for yourself right here. National Institutes of Health documents prove that the U.S. funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Wuhan was famous for bat coronavirus research. Every scientist on planet Earth knows that COVID-19 is adapted from a bat coronavirus. It's called a novel virus because we've never seen it. It's called the novel COVID-19 virus because no one's ever seen this before. They made it. They created it. They put it together in Wuhan. Now, was Dr. Fauci funding this exact experiment that made COVID-19? Oh, I sure like to get to the bottom of that. We'd like to know. But here's what we do know based on a far left wing source here. Check it out. You can see it for yourself. Dr. Fauci personally signed off on millions of dollars total of American funding of this illegal experimentation. It's not legal here in this country. Illegal experimentation for the creation of Frankenstein viruses. This is, according to the experts and according to people who know, according to the people who are the best versed on uh, this research, Somebody who worked for the EcoHealth Alliance. Uh, this is further bombshell evidence here. Uh, the EcoHealth Alliance is the organization that the federal government, Dr. Fauci, funded in order to do this research. One of their top researchers says, yes, this is where COVID came from. How much if you had a smoking gun and it's sitting there and it's a, mur you know, it's a murder scene, the gun's sitting there smoking on the ground, someone's been shot. It's the equivalent of taking the smoking gun, it's still hot. And like beating the American public with it. Here is the article from this last week, a few days ago. Dr. Andrew G. Huff, former executive at the now controversial scientific research group EcoHealth Alliance, which has been swept up in the firestorm surrounding the origins of COVID-19, authored a new book where he outlines the Wuhan lab leak theory is a fact. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season, and we were expecting to find a wonderful glowing red present under our Christmas tree, a red wave, and unfortunately it was more like a red wave for a kiddie pool. And so we may be left with more disastrous spending from Joe Biden, more taxes and deepening inflation. How do you protect what you have saved? The answer is to diversify your IRA or 401k into precious metals. And you should do that with my friends at Birch Gold Group. Text Benny to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, something with real value. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings, especially this Christmas. Text Benny to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation info kit on Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text Benny to 989898. 98 to secure your future. Go gold. Do it today. Huff is an Iraq war veteran, former research fellow at the Department of Homeland Security. He has all the credentials you could possibly know, uh, 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 you could possibly ask for. His book is called The Truth About Wuhan, How I Uncovered the Biggest Lie in History. The author tells Fox News Digital that uh, Fox News Digital that the complexities of COVID-19 breaking down the science has only confused the public since the beginning of the pandemic. The crux of the book is focused on explaining the beginner function in layman's terms, but also talking about the times in in, the, in his intelligence community background uh, and how he got to his current position. This doctor straight up says, straight up says that Congress needs to launch a full investigation so that everyone can see what the truth is. Huff was the vice president of EcoHealth Alliance, again, the organization that Dr. Fauci funded to create these monster viruses, to help develop biosurveillance platforms for the three-letter agencies. He blasted the federal government's response to the pandemic and his lack of preparedness and his knowledge of the gain-of-function research that was taking place at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which he says is the place where the virus originated from. This man worked inside of Wuhan. How much more evidence do you need? You really need to like take a step back and say, uh, use Occam's razor, right? Use Occam's razor. The least amount of assumptions is what the truth is. What is the path to, the, to truth? Well, the path to truth often means you need to make the least amount of assumptions, the least amount of jumps. So is it – how many assumptions you got to make that COVID-19 appeared in a wet market, that it just happened naturally in nature? It's never happened before in human existence. How many, how many jumps, how many leaps you got to make? Or as John Stewart puts it, and God help us for paraphrasing John Stewart. Um, if there's a chocolate tsunami in Hershey, Pennsylvania, are people going to start blaming the chocolate factory that makes molten chocolate? Seems like a pretty logical thing to do. And that is why Dr. Fauci is scared. And now Elon Musk, the most powerful man in the world, is calling him out on his lies. Expect more from this. Of course, the backlash to Elon Musk is swift and severe. Here is some of the initial reaction from Elon Musk and his pronouns, uh, pronoun tweets. Um, we thought it was just absolutely delicious. Watch. 
Elon Musk now says more internal documents about Twitter's censorship, specifically COVID-19, will be coming big time. Musk tweeting a meme of Fauci and Biden and then replied to another Twitter user that the Twitter files will be coming soon. Musk also tweeting, quote, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. Prosecute slash Fauci. This is, of course, leading to the deep state to have such a paranoid, panicked reaction. John Brennan disgraced, also lied to Congress, war criminal. John Brennan had this to say about Elon Musk. Uh, he says, Mr. He says, Dr. Fa in defending Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci is a national hero who will be remembered for generations to come as his innate goodness and many contributions to public health. Despite your business success, you'll be remembered most for fueling public hate and division. Brr. You may have money, but you have no class. Brr. Got it. You're getting all the right enemies. Getting all the right enemies. I don't care about your booing, says Elon Musk. I've seen what makes you cheer. And Dr. Fauci and John Brennan, of course, the deep state having the antibody reaction to Elon Musk is exactly what you want. These are the right enemies to have. This is the woke mind virus assault. This is advancement. This is offense. Way to go. John Brennan, by the way, you should go check out this tweet. He's getting just utterly decimated in the comment section, much like the people who he droned, but much like the American citizens and the little children who are American citizens that John Brennan droned, uh, John Brennan getting for the first time droned from the sky in his own uh, comments to this tweet. This might be, uh, uh, the, uh, go, go, to, go to Twitter and check this out. This might be the world record for the greatest ratio ever, John Brennan tweeting this. But of course, the deep state has to defend the deep state. However, the evidence is pretty clear. And as Republicans begin their investigations, what they will find is that the documents show that Dr. Fauci did fund gain-of-function research and animal experimentation at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and that, according to all scientific consensus now, this is where COVID-19 originated from. So, John Brennan can tweet and conceive. He himself probably has his own problems heading into the Republican-controlled Congress that he should be worried about. John Brennan should be preserving his documents because John Brennan was directly a part of the 51 spies who lied. Another Twitter scandal. John Brennan himself was a totally and completely disgraced by lying along with 51 other intel agency heads about Hunter Biden's laptop being Russian disinformation. Of course, you remember this. Uh, you remember the 51 spies who lied. This is the cover of the New York Post. This is the cover of the New York Post this weekend. Eyes on the spies. GOP vows to round up 51 Hunter hushers going after the spies who lied with no evidence at all. Zero evidence. They banned the Hunter Biden laptop story. And then uh, Twitter, of course, dutifully under the old regime, happily banned it in what will go down in history as the f greatest assault on the First Amendment in American history, without question. The greatest violation of the First Amendment in American history. And it is uh, beyond time for people to be held accountable and go to prison for this. We hope John Brennan is one of them. John Brennan, again, uh, uh, without question, one of the most uh, disgraced um, yeah, uh, uh, degenerates 
and, and emblematic of a broken ruling class inside of our country. He lied. Now Kevin McCarthy is saying he's going to have to pay the price. Kevin McCarthy on Saturday's Fox News channel said that the 51 Intel agents who signed the letter that said Hunter Biden's laptop was misinformation are going to be testifying before Congress. Host Brian Kilmeade asked, you saw the revelations out of Twitter. And what we saw is essentially that they utterly fabricated the fact that this is Russian disinformation. McCarthy said, yeah, this is egregious what we are finding. And these people better preserve their documents. Go ahead and watch. So for you personally, you have another move you want to make. Not only do we want to hear from the former executives at Twitter and maybe the other entities, you have something else you want to say. Yeah, I do, because this is egregious what we're finding. They shouldn't have Section 230 to start out with. But we also have to go further. What did Facebook and Google do as well? Because they became an arm of the Democratic Party and the arm of, of government. But what difference we're going to do, those 51 intel agents that signed a letter that said the Hunter Biden information was all wrong, was Russia collusion. Many of them have a security clearance. We're going to bring them before committee. I'm going to have them have a hearing, bring them and subpoena them before committee. Why did they sign it? Why did they lie to the American public? A clapper, a Brennan. Why did you use the reputation that America was able to give to you more information, but use it for a political purpose and lie to the American public? It's exactly what Adam Schiff has done to us. And this has got to stop. Do you like Kevin McCarthy? Do you want Kevin McCarthy as speaker? Let me know in the comments section. You know what I believe. I personally believe that Mitch McConnell is beyond saving, of course. I think that Ron McDaniel does not deserve to be RNC chairwoman. And I believe that based on the performance in 2022, that Kevin McCarthy doesn't deserve to be the leader of the House. However, will to power, will to power, Republicans refuse to use the power they have in order to create and to protect the people who gave them power. That's what will to power means. Will to power means you have been given power. You need to use it to the defense and to the betterment of the lives of the people who gave you power. This is what Ron DeSantis does. This is what Donald Trump, by and large, did as president. There is no such thing as a perfect politician. There's no such thing. These are broken, mortal people, just like the rest of us. But you must be able to use the power that you have been given in order to create a better world for us. That is will to power. Do you have the will to use your power? Mitch McConnell, while we were losing the Senate in Nevada and Arizona, spent millions of dollars to save a pro-abortion, voted for Obamacare, Republican Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, and then flew to Ukraine with her. That's what Mitch McConnell was doing. That's no will to power. That is the worst example. If Kevin McCarthy uses the power of the gavel that we have given him to bring results for us, then he, I, he will change my mind. If he believes this and if he truly will bring these people into committee hearings and will begin the process of the deconstruction of this rat's nest of these evil people and if Dr. Fauci sees leg irons clamped on him and a cell in Guantanamo Bay, fine. Yo, you're going to win me over. That's called will to power. House GOP will roll out the carpet for Elon Musk to testify at Biden's hearings. You want to talk about ratings like you've never seen before in your life. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You ain't never seen nothing. They're going to have hearings about Joe Biden and the criminal enterprise that was the Biden family, and they want Elon Musk to come in and testify at those hearings. Ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. House GOP oversight leaders say they are in contact with Elon Musk to testify before the House Oversight Committee as their broader probe into President Biden and his son. I've reached out to Elon Musk, says James Comer. James Comer also saying that the investigation into the Biden crime family will look into human trafficking and underage sex trafficking. Yikes. Yikes. Man, the Bidens should be utterly terrified. They should be Dr. Fauci right now. Okay, I should be shaking. Comer continued, he's doing a great service to the Oversight Committee and to America by disclosing all the emails and correspondence between the Biden campaign and the Democratic National Committee on Twitter. Republicans sent an October 28th letter to Musk asking him to preserve all relevant documents. Republicans on the committee urge you to reverse the pattern of censoring certain news and individuals. The, this includes ending the practice uh, that employs Twitter previous leadership of prioritizing its own worldview over freedom of speech. Uh, uh, Elon Musk went on a fire. Yoel Roth, Vijay Gotti, Jim Baker, the communist cabal inside of Twitter. And it, boy, it looks like uh, James Comer is going to be bringing Elon Musk front and center. Welcome to Washington, Mr. Musk. Very important person in this investigation, Comer says of Baker, the disgraced FBI attorney who was hiding the release of the documents from Twitter. And why would he hide them? Well, because of what was released this weekend. We found out this weekend how Twitter was utilized to block and to censor a sitting president of the United States, a man who is currently running for office. And in case you want to know what meddling in an election looks like, what rigging an election looks like in favor of your preferred candidate, it looks like silencing the political opposition when you have a two-party system. When you have an any party system, right, parliamentary system, you have like 50 different parties running in in, in Israel or, or Canada or the UK. But inside of America, we have a two party system. You could argue that that's good or bad. I personally think it's bad. Uh, I wish we had more political parties in this country. But when you censor and silence the person who is running for president for one party and then you have no restrictions on the guy running on the other side, that's called meddling in an election. This is the textbook definition. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's what they did to Trump, and we found that out this weekend. They worked behind the scenes to make up excuses, and by they, I mean the Twitter cabal of communists, worked behind the scenes to make up excuses to ban Donald Trump ultimately, but before they banned him, to censor his account, to, to limit the speech of the sitting president of the United States, and more importantly, a uh, man who's rightfully running for office to be president. The violations, the crimes, the rule breaking, the laws, the malevolence of these people, no, no bounds. Have a look. And this just in, company executives who revealed they couldn't stand Donald Trump suppressed some of Trump's tweets even before the 2020 election, doing this to the president of the United States and suddenly changed their own rules to permanently ban him right after January 6th. We now know the entire system, which included a secret committee at the very top, was aimed at censoring speech by those on the right. The rules blatantly abused out of sheer liberal partisanship. If they didn't like something, they branded it misinformation. Now, some are saying, oh, we knew this all along. But thanks to Elon Musk, it's now been proven beyond the shadow of a doubt. 
The fourth part of the Twitter files, reading to you here from Breitbart.com, fourth part of the Twitter files series was published on Saturday night. Journalist Michael Schellenberger outlining how Twitter executives twisted the platform's rules with the intention of blacklisting former President Donald Trump on January 7, 2020. In a recent published thread, journalist Michael Schellenberger outlined the fourth release of the Twitter files, and Schellenberger states that following the events uh, at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, Twitter faced immense pressure to ban former President, former President Trump with many claiming that they needed to ban Trump for safety reasons. During this time, CEO Jack Dorsey was on vacation and appeared to delegate much of his decision-making to top executives, uh, Global Health and uh, Safety, Yoel Roth, head of legal policy, Vijaya Gade. On January 7th, Dorsey emailed the employees saying that the platform must remain consistent in its policies, including allowing users to return to the platform following temporary bans. Roth reassured an employee that people who care about this aren't happy with where we are. Roth later excitedly DM'd a colleague saying, guess what? Jack just approved repeat violations of rules would result in a permanent suspension, meaning that Donald Trump would be able to be permanently suspended. They bent every possible rule in the book. And more importantly, they went through and were meeting with Donald Trump's own FBI, Donald Trump's own DOJ representatives and Department of National Security, DNI representatives ahead of the election. These organizations were pressuring the social media monopolies in order to censor Donald Trump. Again, if you're wondering if this was a coup, if the calls were coming from inside the House, the answer is unequivocally and officially, yes, they were. This was Donald Trump's own government, own executive branch acting against him. A coup. That's precisely what it was. Donald Trump's Department of uh, National Intelligence director, John Ratcliffe, was asked directly about this. Here's his response. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence would have only been authorized to participate in Trump National Security Council approved and coordinated process for uh, election security briefings to groups of private companies. So it would include companies like Twitter, but many other companies, YouTube, Microsoft, uh, as well as state election officials to talk about threats. None of those meetings, but Maria, would have had anything to do with content moderation much less anything to do with uh, specifically about uh, the Biden laptop as Russian disinformation. So there never would have been any authority or reason for anyone uh, within the intelligence community to be saying anything otherwise. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that's pretty clearly stated. And uh, in looking at the Twitter files, I did look and see in Matt Taibbi's substack where he said that there were weekly meetings between the FBI and DHS. Uh, and Twitter. And I know there are whistleblowers that are saying that as well. But Matt Taibbi also says there was only one reference to my office uh, and someone liaising with my office. And I assume that that I certainly hope that that was part of the National Security Council approved process for election security briefings. So on the plane with Donald Trump, and we flew with Donald Trump back from a rally a couple of weeks ago, and I was able to ask him specifically, what, sir, would you do different if you won again? If you ran for president, won again, he hadn't announced at the time. So that's how I framed my question. That was the most important thing to ask, because unfortunately, Donald Trump had a very bad selection of personnel uh, that ended up sabotaging him. This is, of course, demonstrated by the fact that multiple members of his own administration now want to run for president against him. Um, off the top of my head, Nikki Haley, John Bolton, 
Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, all of these people are planning on running for president against Donald Trump. Read the tea leaves. They're going to run against him. So, uh, yo, you got to pick loyal people. You got to have people that have your back. This is a big job. And I think that was the biggest failing of the first Trump administration is that you just had a personnel vacuum of really awful people. Politics is pain. Politics is filled with the worst rodents on the planet. These people are um, spineless. Uh, they're amoeba. They're amoeba-like. Um, they crawl on their bellies. Uh, they have they have no loyalty. And unfortunately, a lot of them wormed their way uh, like a tapeworm into the the organs of the Trump administration. And here's John Ratcliffe straight up saying, yeah, I hope no one from my office was meeting with Twitter to censor my boss, the president of the United States. But I don't really know. Hopefully this wasn't hopefully this wasn't happening. Yo, seriously, it wasn't a tight ship. And Donald Trump said when I asked him that question, that's the thing I would change. He said personnel. Personnel is policy is what Trump said directly to me. And he's right. He's right. Now, in every single saga, there's always a surprise hero. There's a surprise shock uh, where you see someone defect from the other side or come through and help you in a way you weren't planning on. This is every good hero's arc of a story. And the surprise hero here is a guy named Ro Khanna, who's a congressman from California. Uh, and he is on uh, documented screenshot files arguing with Twitter saying, what the hell are you doing here censoring the First Amendment? This is a real problem. So he's a Democrat. He's elected. He's pretty famous. He's a powerful Democrat in the House. And he is going to bat for the First Amendment. Um, this guy is not a Trump supporter, of course, obviously. This guy's not MAGA. Uh, this, this, this man is a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat going after Twitter in black and white, saying you are violating the First Amendment by kicking Trump off, by censoring the Hunter Biden laptop story. Here's what Ro Khanna had to say about this totally and utterly vindicated surprise hero from the Democrats, while many Republicans sat silent, simps, ball gagged in their mouth, being dog walked during this time. Ro Khanna, a Democrat, was fighting for our Constitution. Here's what he had to say on Fox this weekend. Thank you, Maria, but I don't think what I did was anything exceptional. I was just standing up for our Constitution and for our First Amendment. It is wrong to censor newspapers. It is wrong to censor journalists. Look, the New York Post hasn't written a kind thing about me in my six years in Congress. Uh, they're a conservative uh, point of view paper. But that doesn't mean that you can stop uh, publishing their pieces or articles or censor their journalists from sharing stories. So it just offended the basic principles that our country is based on. And those principles have been broken over the last few years. Uh, Congressman, I want to get your take on the road ahead. What do you want to see to ensure that America's freedom and liberty stay in place? Well, I've said I'm open to hearings in Congress on this. Look, there are two competing values. On the one hand, we don't want censorship. We don't want to have people uh, censored or boxed out, shadow boxed and removed from Twitter because of their viewpoint. The only way to have a functional, free and peaceful society is for us to have a set of values that we agree on. So sets of values that we agree on. You can't just make up your own pronouns and force my speech, my free speech to to compel me to call you by 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 language 
that needs to be shared by all of us. You don't get to make up your own English language. That's one. Secondarily, or maybe primarily, free speech means that you don't get to censor journalists because you don't like what they're saying, which is exactly what Twitter did with the Hunter Biden laptop story, exactly what the 51 spies who lied. Ro Khanna is not someone that I agree with on virtually anything, and he, at least he sees that. That's what the founding documents are intended for. Here's a set of principles. And yo, if you ever want to read some crazy stuff, go read the original constitutional convention and the notes from the original constitutional convention. You think you think we have bad disagreements right now? Uh, you know, John Adams called Thomas Jefferson. I'm sorry, reverse that. Thomas Jefferson called John Adams a toothless hermaphroditical ogre inside of these original constitutional convention arguments. It's wild stuff, man. Uh, America has always had massive disagreements, massive political parties that don't like each other, that have different visions. And the purpose of this country and the only way that we move, the only way that this country happens and survives is that we have this set basis of principles. It's like, yo, you don't hurt anyone. I won't hurt you. We'll all agree to not censor each other's speech or religion or our rights to position the government. We'll all agree we're not going to be slaveholders, we're, we're, that all men are created equal. We're going to agree on these set principles of rights all the way down, that the government can't take away your firearms, that the government can't house soldiers inside your house. Okay, these are the little things. These are like the central things that we agree on. And then the rest of everything goes to the states. And we have a bunch of states. We have a giant continent. And if you don't like living in red Florida, you can move to blue California. And if you don't like it in blue New York, then you can move to red Texas. That's the way it works in this country. That's how it's always worked in this country. And when you lose the fabric that binds the nation together, that's what you're seeing now. You're seeing a group of people that don't believe in journalism, don't believe in truth, that don't believe in any shared principle with you or I. They believe in their atheistic, godless religion that has in its core tenets the opposite of what our founding documents say, the opposite. Because inside of their godless, atheistic religion, it says, if you speak out against the church, we'll cut out your tongue. If you gather together to protest the government, we'll lock you up. They did it on January 6th. If you speak or believe in a God that isn't Dr. Fauci, well, then we have the right to call you a extremist, and they do. In fact, this church is the Black Sabbath of our country. It is opposite and antithetical to America, and it is a woke mind virus. It is a woke clergy that must be defeated. Elon Musk says so. Donald Trump says so. Ron DeSantis says so. Any Republican who's worth their salt says so. And the ones who won't fight, well, get out. Get off the bandwagon. We don't have time for you. This is offense only. It is so beautiful to see Ro Khanna sit there and say, yeah, I'm in favor of hearings in Congress. That's the end of that clip. Let's find out what happened. Nature is healing. And what is nature driven by? The power behind nature is the sun. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Let's bring all the information out and let's have shared facts together so that this never happens again. That is actually how you heal the country. Uh, it's certainly not what people in San Francisco want, as Elon Musk was brought on stage yesterday uh, by Dave Chappelle, legendary comedian. And it sounded, uh, <laughs> first off, I mean, let me take a step back. After what Elon Musk has been doing on Twitter and what Elon Musk has been uh, uh, revealing about Twitter's practices and about deep state, deep tech 
censorship practices, the balls of this, the cojones of this man to walk on stage in San Francisco at the Chase Center in San Francisco with a massive crowd, presumably uh, 30, 40,000 people coming to see Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, without question, the most famous comedian in the world, arguably. Dave Chappelle packing arenas and he brings Elon Musk on stage and the cojones of Elon Musk to walk on stage inside that smooth brained cesspool in San Francisco is other is uh, is other world. It's planetary, planetary. Okay, way to go. Elon Musk has his own gravitational force and he walked on stage and he had three words for the people who booed him for many minutes on end there in downtown San Francisco. Have a listen. Make some noise for the richest man in the world. hard to hear because at these at these things i think dave Chappelle maybe is is filming a, a special uh during these specials they make you lock your phones up they literally they take your phones from you i've been a couple of these they take your phones from you and they make you lock in a locker so you're not going to see a bunch of high quality uh phone footage from this but what you're seeing there is what looks like somebody inside of the um sound booth right inside of the, the tech booth there at the arena videoing this and what elon musk says is I'm rich, bitch, which is a line from Dave Chappelle's uh, show. This is a famous line that Dave Chappelle said during his Chappelle show uh, that aired on Comedy Central uh, uh, about 10 years ago. And it was, um, oh, man, what was the exact, what was it? It was Rick James, right? It was Rick James, the Rick James retelling. I'm rich, bitch. Anyway, that's what Elon Musk had to say. There's booze. There's cheers. Good for Elon. By the way. That is a perfect distillation and demonstration of what free speech is. Free speech is the right to boo Elon Musk, the right to criticize Elon Musk. You're not going to like what he's doing. We're all flawed. There are no better angels in politics or social media. There's no one who has like the, the, the bright crystal that glows, right, from the hope diamond on the Titanic. Nobody has that. There's no perfect man or woman in my church. In my belief system, we are all flawed. That's how we were created. Don't put your faith in man. Elon Musk has flaws. Donald Trump has flaws. DeSantis has flaws. I have flaws. Royce has flaws. We all have flaws. Don't put your faith in these people. The best you could possibly ask for is one, transparency and honesty for what they're doing. And then two, you could ask for a set of principles that we can all agree on. That are just very common sense. And free speech is one of them. And free speech means that you have the right to boo Elon Musk. So good on you. And Elon Musk has the right to stand up there and do whatever the hell he wants. It's a fresh, 
and beautiful way to look at things. And so, like, I, I love this moment. I do believe that this is a moment where we are going to destroy the woke mind. I believe this is an ascension moment and that civilization depends on it. And uh, the titular figure that has emerged from the ashes of what was the downfall of American civilization is Elon Musk. And it's been really special to see, of course. Dave Chappelle himself being somebody who also has faced his own cancelings and his own problems with the LGBTQ plus ampistan emoji of a crying man, um, whatever community. Dave Chappelle had a walkout on Netflix. He had his own problems with people fighting his ability to do comedy. This is his career. Elon Musk paid $44 billion for Twitter. It is a, a, a considerable part. It's like half of his fortune he paid. He's the richest man in the world. He paid like half of his fortune uh, to buy Twitter. It's very important to him. It's very important to Dave Chappelle that they be allowed to live inside of a world with these principles protected. Dave Chappelle, if there was no free speech, if you booed Dave Chappelle Inside of a dictatorship, how it works is that Elon Musk, if Elon Musk is a dictator, he gets on stage, you boo him, you go to jail. Okay? That's how it works in Iran. That's how it works in Cuba. If you criticize the powerful people, you go to prison. How it works here is you have every right to tweet mean things at Elon Musk, every right to boo him, every right to disagree with Dave Chappelle. Just don't watch. Dave Chappelle's latest stand-up special on Netflix, hysterical. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. And yeah, you're going to be offended, certainly going to be offended. And that's the point. The point of free speech is that being able to criticize society around you, it's healing. It's healing. It lets you see that there are no such thing as deities. There are no such. Dr. Fauci isn't a god. Dr. Fauci deserves to be in jail, just like anyone else who lied to Congress. And more so if you uh, indirectly or directly led to the murder of 100 million Americans through Frankenstonian uh, experiments that are illegal on viruses, then yes, you deserve to be in prison for the rest of your life if that is found out to be true. And the only way to find that out is to have sunlight, to have truth, to have vi a vision into what actually happened. And that's what Elon Musk is providing. It is truly a, a, a special moment. Consider yourself blessed to be living in this moment right now. We covered the story a lot last week. We, co we covered a lot about Victor Bout and Brittany Griner and that swap. So you take one of the most dangerous men in the world who spent uh, 15 years of his 25-year prison sentence, I believe, uh, in America in a, in a federal uh, uh, prison facility. Um, and he got traded for Brittany Griner, who is the pothead wokester from the WNBA uh, who was in prison in Russia for breaking Russian law, bringing a bunch of weed into Russia. And she she brought like uh, medical she brought like like cannabis via vape pins into Russia. It's not allowed. She broke the law. I mean, you're traveling to a different country. Uh, you better play by their rules. Um, but she didn't. And so I want all Americans to be home and safe. But be smart. I mean, honestly, like your identity, your identity politics uh, hierarchy only uh, like literally doesn't matter. Inside of the rest of the real world, the people who function in reality, it only really matters here and only here inside of tight blue cities uh, that are echo chambers for elitism. And so Victor Bout was giving his first comments on uh, his time in America 
uh, in federal prison, and he had this to say. It was uh, it really shocked us, actually, um, as it pertains to Americans losing their Christianity. Uh, pretty shocking thing for the merchant of death to say. Have a listen. You hate America? No. You know, in fact, I'm knowing many inmates. I figure out we're sharing way more common. Maybe America is very much similar. Look, it's the same size. They have a, it's the same kind of this. And when you talk to them, there is nothing there even to beef about. We are naturally, you know, born not to be enemies. And whenever there's conflict, it's elites. You know, every, you know, American I met in a prison who is from rural area was very easy to deal with. He has no problem with Russia, and he was curious about Russia, despite all propaganda. They're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. They're losing literally their countries. It's not anymore the same country. We knew America, who used to be a model for entire world and lead and be an example, you know, like they say, a shiny town on the, you know, sparkling town on a hill. And this is, of course, pity. It was a strong country who was really a, you know, industrial might, you know, this one. And look, for 30, 40 years, deindustrialization, drug problem, crime waves. You can understand, and I feel more empathy to American after this experience than I would feel any hate. Weird. Will Brittany Griner talk about how much she loves America and the loss of American values as America traded its top Russian asset in a time of war with Russia back to Russia? Of course, we're not trying to stand here for Victor Bout. Victor Bout has the blood of Americans on his hands, I think indirectly through uh, millions of arms sales and very dangerous weapons trades with terrorist groups. We're not trying to say this is a good man, but we find it very fascinating. This interview that aired on uh, Russia uh, Russian TV, Russian state propaganda TV, as he describes the downfall of America. It's the same things that we talk about on this show quite a bit. They've lost, we've lost our Christian values. We've lost the things and the basis of our American values is based in Judeo-Christianity. We've lost the things that we can all agree on in this culture. And so Victor Bout is saying the same thing and saying that crime and drugs and the deindustrialization of America uh, is leading to the downfall of this country. Pretty stunning thing to say. Uh, and if the merchant of death can see it, then, uh, yo, what are we doing? Again, will Brittany Griner finally stand for the national anthem? We will uh, wait and see, but we're not holding our breaths. Ladies and gentlemen, to uh, obviously emphasize uh, and capitalize this point, uh, pretty stunning story here from Virginia, New York Post. Christian group denied service at a Virginia restaurant over religious views. Uh, Victoria Cobb, president of nonprofit Christian lobbying organization, Family Foundation in Virginia, told Fox News Digital that several members of a group were scheduled to hold a private event in a side room at the Mensker Bar and Butchery in Richmond, Virginia. They received a call saying that the reservation had been canceled. The reason given for the cancellation was that members and the staff at the restaurant had looked up the organization's website, which states that the group advocates for policies based on biblical principles and enables families to flourish at the, si uh, the state level, prompting the wait staff to refuse to serve the group. It's alarming and disgraceful that this restaurant has a religious political litmus test for those who get in the door. You may recall that also in Virginia, a place called the Red Hen chased down 
Sarah Sanders while she was White House press secretary and kicked her out. There's got to come a time when we begin to put our foot down in society and say, no, there are universal principles, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, freedom of redress of grievances for our government. All of that is in the First Amendment. It's all bundled in nicely packaged right there. The first right that we have inalienable rights, inalienable, not a word that we normally use. Inalienable means you can't take it away. It cannot be taken from you because it's been given to you by your creator. The first right is your freedom of religion, your freedom of speech. And here is a organization uh, saying that many of our women and staff members, our LGBTQ plus community, all of our staff are people with rights who deserve dignity and a safe work environment. We respect the staff's established rights and human rights to strive in work environment. Uh, this is what the restaurant is telling Fox News was the driving force behind their decision to cancel a group that just reads the Bible and follows what the Bible says. Here's the problem with all of this, and here's the problem with the entire – we've covered this in the entire show. Whether it's the Twitter communist censorship regime, whether it's Dr. Fauci, whether it's this restaurant, you cannot have a hierarchy in this country. This is a country that is not built on oligarchy or hierarchy. There is no secret clergy here. You cannot have rights for your beliefs but no rights for someone else to believe antithetical to what you believe. The purpose of this country and the point is that you are going to be uncomfortable. The only speech worth protecting is speech that makes you uncomfortable or that you disagree with. That is the prerequisite to the republic that we live in. It is the prerequisite to a free society. If you wish to have your rights and your ability to believe what you believe, you're going to have to live with other people who disagree with you. So this restaurant, it's just total, be I mean, this is a, this, this like we have LGBTQ plus staff. So you have to validate them. You have to validate their choices and their beliefs. We don't have to validate yours. We'll deny you service. Reverse that. Reverse it and see what happens. Because this is what happens with the guy in Colorado that won't bake a cake for a gay wedding, right? This happens – I mean th there are Supreme Court cases being argued right now about Christians say saying this is my – you know, this is my faith and so I'm not going to violate my faith. And they take them to – they sue the, – they, they break these people and they bankrupt these people and they financially ruin these people. You cannot have hierarchy in a society like ours. We're either all equal – or this place will perish, uh, truly. And so that's what we're fighting for. And we continue the fight here. We continue the fight because these Christian principles and the principles that founded this nation are, uh, quite frankly, the only thing that hold us together. And so it's worth fighting for. This country is worth fighting for. That's why we're on offense every single day here. And it's why we tell you straight up what our priorities are. God, family, country. We'll never lie to you. We'll give you the straight dish. We'll spit the facts. And we'll also like <laughs> sit back in just total awe of Elon Musk. My pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Yo, what did we do to deserve it? I'm not sure, but we're going to fight to keep it. We're free men and women. We are born that way. We're going to keep fighting to stay that way here on The Benny Show. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Benny Johnson.